0: Thanks for checking out the Church RC podcast today. If you're new to the Church RC or want to learn more about us, you can always check us out online simply by going to thechurchrc.com. Or we'd love for you to stay connected throughout your week and everywhere you go with the Church RC app, available for free wherever you download your apps. Now here's Pastor Brian Sparks. Doing good? Come on, I missed y'all. I was in uh, Uganda, for those of you that don't know. Uh, We have uh, we as a church uh, in whole have built an orphanage over there and uh, it was it was an incredible experience We got to go and you it was amazing how welcoming and how much they loved uh, having us there We named it. We named it the Gideon house is what we named it because uh, there's gonna be 10 young men that get housed there And uh, if you don't know anything about Gideon Gideon thought he was nothing but God said he was something great. Amen. And so, and we believe the same thing is true for, uh, for that, uh, those, those kids that are growing up in that orphanage. And I think I've got a couple of pictures to show you. Uh, do we got that guys? We good. So this is me preaching at the crusade. Come on somebody. Uh, so Thousands were uh, uh, came to salvation. Uh, it's in, it's incredible uh, over there. You get to see a real God, uh, and you also get to see a real devil, uh, because there's uh, witchcraft is very strong in Africa, uh, and so it was. Uh, some people were like, "Oh, we want to go." I'm like, "I don't know if you're ready for that." <laughs> uh, people throwing up on the stage. It was pretty crazy, and so uh, and then this one right here is my favorite. Yes. So this uh, this took three uh, canoe rides and three car rides to get to where the orphanage is. And, and then we crossed over on a canoe that Lake Victoria, and this is the village where the guy who runs the orphanage gets, uh, gets all of these children. And so as soon as we got out of the canoe, they ran to me and grabbed my hand. And I found out later it's because they want to go with me. Cause they're, they're completely, they're orphans. They don't have parents. And so people in the village kind of take care of them, but they don't have a home. And so that's what they're all, they, and they held my, we were there for about 45 minutes and they would not let go of my hand. And, uh, and so, uh, but because of you, 10 more of those, uh, children will find a new home where they're loved and cared for and taken care of. And so give yourself a round of applause. You're awesome. It was an incredible experience, but I will say that I am a spooled American. I like, um, I like living in America, amen? And so, uh, but we're kicking off a brand new series today, which I'm excited about called Just Saying. But before I jump into this, let's give our online community a, a welcome. Come on, there's, we got people listening from all over the world. We're so honored to have them here. Uh, if you got a Bible, turn to Proverbs 18. Proverbs 18, and I'm going to step on a few toes today. We're going to start in verse 20 and go through 21. Go, go ahead and tap your neighbor on the right. Just say, it's going to be okay. Tap the neighbor on the left and say, you're going to be fine. Come on, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Proverbs 18, 20, and 21, it says this. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. Then it gets real serious. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Amen? Lord, I thank you right now for the word of God. I thank you that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Thank you that every ear in here is open and receptive to hear your word. Lord, they didn't come to hear a word from man, they've come to hear a word from you. So, Lord, I pray that you'd use me to speak to the hearts of your people. Let every life be changed. Let no one leave the same. And everybody said, If you're taking notes today, which I hope you are, you can title this message, Words Have Power. Words Have Power. Uh, ladies, I'm just going to talk to you just for a moment here before we get started. Has your husband ever said something that he shouldn't have said? If if he has, just go ahead and raise your hand in this place. Okay. Amen. Women, uh, uh, men, let me talk to you for a minute. Has your wife ever said something that she shouldn't have said? Just lift your hand in this place. Okay, there's far less. I got one guy with two hands up. <laughs> you know the truth is is all of us have said stuff that we shouldn't have said right right? and sometimes when you're saying something as you're saying it you're actually trying to grab the words because you don't you're like man if I could just stop this not like I should not be saying this and uh anyways and so uh the other day uh, Crystal was we were we were uh, I'd gotten back from Africa and we were sitting around talking and you know we're just kind of hanging out and just talking back and forth and all of a sudden out of nowhere she uh, hands me her phone and she has this picture of this girl who works out more than I eat obviously I mean this girl has like six-pack abs like ripped, looks like nearly like a bodybuilder right Crystal says no she didn't but she this girl like to work out. She's one of those weird people. And Crystal hands me the phone and says, this is my goal. This is what I want to look like. And without thinking, I said, man, you got a long ways to go. (laughs) Insert foot in the mouth, right? I have heard about this Ever since, it just keeps coming back out. Well, I got a long way to go. The other day, she got up to go work out. I, I, got, I need to go work out because I got a long way. And I'm like, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, come on. And I'm try, and the, the more you dig, the worse it gets, right? It just keeps, you get yourself a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper. And the truth is, is that it, we understand that we all have, we've all said stuff that we shouldn't have said. Sometimes it's, it's just like that. It's, it's kind of like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. But it doesn't really cause any real damage. But there are other times we say things that hurt. It yeah. lasts a long time. It's, sometimes it seems like it's irreversible damage. Yeah. You know, there's an old saying that says, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. But everybody in this room who's lived any amount of time knows that that's a complete lie. Right. Because words do have power. Yeah words carry meaning words can hurt words can heal they can encourage or they can discourage they can build up or they can tear down now I just want to before we jump into this I I just want to establish some stuff here because every one of us that are in this room right now are probably live in the United States of America now, you might be visiting from a foreign country, but you probably live in the United States of America. And the truth is, is as an American citizen, you understand that there are certain laws that you must obey. Because if you do not obey those laws, there will be a punishment. There will be something that happens. Like if you get caught speeding, more than likely you're going to get a ticket, right? Uh, and thank God that we don't always get caught or else we'd be broke, Right? If you, get, if you get caught stealing something from someone else, more than likely you're going to jail, yeah. right? There are certain laws that apply to us in the United States and everybody kind of knows those laws. I'm not saying that we know every law, but we know most of those laws that you cannot do. You, if, if you do, there will be repercussions. You're gonna, you're gonna have to pay for it if you get caught doing it. The thing is though, is that even though we live in the United States of America and there are laws, those laws don't apply everywhere. Right, Because let me just tell you, I was just in Uganda. And in America, when you, you can pass a vehicle in a passing zone when it's safe to pass, right? Apparently in Uganda, that does not apply. Because we were riding in a car and whenever you felt like passing is when you passed. And the car that was coming towards you as you were passing, it was their job to get out of your way. So the law doesn't apply. It doesn't cross over. And, and I, I was kind of like, uh, you know, holding on to the old crap bar. And, and he's like, no, nah, it's fine. He, he'll get out of the way. And I'm like, no, are you kidding me? Like, let's not take chances. We're not in that big a hurry. But here's the thing is that not every law crosses over. It doesn't cross uh, over into different countries, onto different continents. There's all kinds of different laws. How many of you remember a man by the name of Michael Peter Fay? Probably don't know that name, uh, but when I kind of start explaining who he is, you might remember him. Uh, Michael Peter Fay made national headlines in 1994 when he was uh, caught and arrested in Singapore for vandalizing a car. Now, this made national headlines. I mean, everybody got involved because uh, in Singapore, if you get caught vandalizing a car or doing anything like that, you get caned. Right? He was going to get caned for doing this. Four strokes of a cane is what he got sentenced to. Of course, Michael went out, and I mean, he, he's like calling everybody he knows. I'm, I remember Bill Clinton tried to get involved in this. Like he tried to stop it. He tried to say, no, come on, let this guy off the hook. You know, come on, give him a little swat on the wrist and let him go. But in Singapore, the law is the law. And if you get caught doing that, you're going to pay. Now, here's what happened is, is that even though everybody tried to reverse the law, it was irreversible because he was in the country where it applied. Now, I tell you all this to say this, that we all live in America, and in America, we have laws that apply to our life. But you need to understand something, that as a Christian, we also live in the kingdom of God. So we live in a kingdom within a country. And there are certain laws that apply to our life and when you begin to understand that god's word has law god's word has weight and he begins to tell us and talk about this and he talks about words a lot it it, it goes on and on i mean you can look through the bible and you can see how much power words have in fact it tells you in proverbs 18 how much power they have it says this death and life are in the power of the tongue yeah death in life now that seems a little bit and i guarantee you there's people in here who goes that's extreme that's not true we don't believe that that's whatever but i can guarantee you everybody in this room can name somebody who has destroyed something with their mouth yeah, come, on. Come, on. come on somebody in here knows somebody that's ended friendships because of their words somebody in here knows somebody who's ended marriages because they couldn't keep their mouth shut Somebody in here knows somebody that's lost a job huh? because they kept talking. Somebody in here knows somebody. You know somebody who's caused destruction with their mouth. And the truth is, is that everybody knows somebody and sometimes that somebody is us. And we need to learn to control our mouth and control our words because we understand as Christians that our words have power. They can build up or they can destroy. They can do great things or they can tear people down. I have people that will come up to me and they say, well, Brian, I just got to say what's on my mind. Come on. on. We're from Texas, y'all. I'm going to tell you what I think, and I'm going to let you know. Come on, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind, and I'm going to say whatever's on. Let me just ask you a question. If that's you, how's that working for you? How's that working for you? The truth is, is that if you keep doing the same thing you're doing, you're going to keep getting the same thing you're getting. And if you keep saying, oh, well, I just got to say whatever's on my mind, the first thing that comes across my mind, I'm going to let people know what I think, and it keeps causing destruction in your life, you need to understand that you need to learn to control your tongue and control your mouth. Can I give you a few things that words have the power to do? A few things that words, I think, have the power to do. Number one, words have the power to hold you back. They have the power to hold you back. I know a pastor, uh, I wouldn't call him a friend, he's an acquaintance. And uh, I was talking to him, we, were, we went to his church, we visited his church uh, to see just kind of what they were doing and, and we went out to dinner afterwards and we 're hanging out and we 're just talking, and, and this this pastor had been uh, pastoring for almost ten years, I think, there in that, in that town, and, and uh, you know had a good, healthy church, it was going well, everything seemed to be good, and uh, they were meeting in the storefront which, you know, was great. I mean, it, but you could tell like it was a little bit tight. I mean, they were out of room. They didn't have a lot of space. And so, I you know, and, it, and I'm just talking to him. And, and I mean, he tells me how much they pay for this storefront, which is just an astronomical amount of money. And, and somehow or another, the conversation comes up and he begins to tell me, he goes, yeah, not too long ago, I had an, a great opportunity that presented itself for a building. Now, this, lo- this town that he's in is really hard to find buildings. It's just really difficult. But, but he came across a building that wasn't far from his current location. And so he called on it. And, and the guy just, he just found supernatural favor. This building was uh, 30,000 square feet, more space than they needed. Actually, three times more space than they needed. Had more parking than they could ever ask for. I mean, they had plenty of space. They were actually gonna be able to rent out different parts of the building because they didn't, and to make money on the building at the end of the day. Well, they began to work out a deal and, and, and here's the thing is what was amazing was is even though they were getting three times the square footage that they were, they were currently in, they were going to pay nearly half the price. Like it was an incredible God kind of deal. And this guy was so excited. He said, man, we were so excited. And, uh, and we would just kept on working the deal. And I called uh, to, to finalize a few final details just, just so that we could say, okay, we're done. I'm gonna sign the contract on this day. It's gonna be a done deal. And he said, and I called. And instead of getting the dad, I got the son. The dad was out playing golf. Now the son was not thrilled about this deal. In fact, he didn't think it was a good deal at all. And so he began to let this pastor know that he thought that, he, that this was a horrible deal and began to cuss him out. Let him know that he thought that he was ripping his dad off, that he shouldn't be doing this. And I mean, he just began to let him have it. Now, this guy was a former Marine. And not to be outdone by the guy on the phone, he began to lay back into him. And he began to tell him everything that he thought that he was. And at the very end of the conversation, he said some words that would forever alter him, uh, his, uh, the, the life of his church. He said, tell your dad the deal is off. And he slammed down the phone. Now here's what's incredible is that now he's still in the same building, he's still out of room, He's still uh, uh, not able to grow like he wants to grow. And what's amazing is, is that he gave somebody power that had no power. Come on. Right. Come on. He gave somebody the keys to his destiny, the keys to his future, who could not say whether he got the building or didn't get the building. And I want to ask you a question today. How many of you are being held back because you can't keep your mouth shut? Right. Come on. Huh? I know we listen to this story about this pastor and we think, oh man, that's awful. But the truth is, is that a lot of us are in the same situation, in the same circumstance, and we're doing the same thing over and over and over again. Maybe you're not getting the promotion, not because you don't have the skills to do the job, but because you don't have the skills to keep your mouth shut. I told you I was going to step on your toes. (laughs) Maybe your marriage is on the verge of divorce because every time you get into an argument, that's what you talk about. And she doesn't know where you stand. She's expecting you to walk out because every time something happens, you say, well, I'm just gonna get a divorce. Huh? Maybe your kids keep acting up and doing the wrong thing because that's all you focus on in your life. In their life is what they've done wrong, not what they've done. Right. Maybe you keep talking yourself into a downward spiral. Maybe you keep on saying the thing and I I know what you're saying, but here's the thing. Proverbs 18 says this, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And we gotta learn as Christians that we have to control our tongue if we ever wanna succeed in life. Right. You gotta learn to say, no, you know what? I know this is what I'm saying. I know this is what I'm thinking. But sometimes the best thing that you can do is walk away. Right. Sometimes the best thing that you can do is shut your mouth. I wish that we could just put muzzles on, right? Yeah. Because the truth is, is that every one of us have said things that we shouldn't say. Every one of us has said something that we wish that we could take back. And the thing is, is that words have the power to hold us back. The second thing that words can do is words have the power to cause damage. Words have the power to cause damage. James 3, 4 through 5 says this. Look also at ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder, wherever the pilot desires. Even so, come on, here we go. The tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest, a little fire kindles. You know, the thing is, is that words can cause damage, yeah. can cause destruction. Not long ago, I was in uh, downtown Royce City, and I was parked uh, in my big Ford F-350. Come on, 94 Ford F-350. And I'm sitting here, and I, I'm always amazed at how this happens, but, but as I'm sitting out, I'm waiting on my daughter, who's in community group, amen? So... <laughs> waiting on her. I'm going to pick her up from community group because everybody should be in a community group. Amen. And, um, and so I'm waiting on her to pick up and, I, and I'm just sitting there and I'm just hanging out, you know, and all of a sudden I feel my truck move. I was like, oh, my truck just, you know what, you have one of those moments like you're not really with it. I'm like, did my truck just, so I got out and the lady next to me who was pulling into the spot, and I say lady, because that's exactly what it was. How do you miss a Ford F3 had hit my truck. She had hit my truck. I don't know how, how do you miss this thing, lady? This thing is huge. It's not like a little bitty car. It's a huge truck. And she had, she had hit my car as she was backing out. She pulled back in. And the first thing that she said, whenever I got out of the car was, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Well, I'm glad you didn't mean to do it, right? I mean, that's awesome that you didn't mean to do it, but the fact is, is that you still did it, and I still got a dent in my truck because of your carelessness. Now, the thing is, is that a lot of people do the same things with words. We say what's on our mind, and then when we realize the damage that it's caused somebody, we say, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Come on. Just because you say you're sorry and just because you didn't mean to do it does not reverse the damage that it caused to the person that you did it to. And a lot of times, I think that a lot of people have come in with some dents in their life. You've come in with some hurt and some baggage of things that people have said. They said, you're not gonna be good enough. You're never gonna amount to it. And they keep speaking this this destruction over your life and you keep thinking. and, And the thing is, is that we all have dents from things that people have said. I'm yeah. Some of you caused some dents because you haven't controlled your mouth. You haven't stopped when you should have stopped. And you've said this, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to do it. The fact is, is that you still did it. You still did it. You know, I think that every one of us here have done it. The Bible says this there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ. And so I want you to know this. The Bible also says that his mercies are new every morning. But words can hold you back, words can cause damage. Third thing, I want you to know here that words have the power to satisfy we've all we focused on the negative but there's also a positive side to it see here's the thing is this is the law that's in the kingdom of god there's death and there's life in the power of the tongue but you know here's the thing is that every law can work for you or it can work against you right now gravity is working for you but when you're 90 gravity will work again i'm just kidding but if you got up on this roof and you stepped off this roof, gravity would start working against you very quickly. Right? You would know very quickly that it's not working for you anymore. The same thing goes with this. There is death and there is life. See, here's the thing is that you need to also understand that even though words can cause damage and even though words can hold you back, words can also satisfy you. Proverbs eighteen twenty says this, A man's stomach, a man or woman's stomach, I'm not going to just talk to the men, shall be satisfied from the fruit of his or her mouth. From the produce of his or her lips, he or she shall be filled. Amen? You know, the thing is, is that you can speak words that will satisfy you. Come on, you speak the right words to your wife, you will know satisfaction. Amen? (laughs) Amen. You take that however you want, but that's just the truth. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You speak the wrong words and you will know cold nights <laughs> and dissatisfaction. Right? But here's the thing is is that when you learn to speak and you understand that your words have the power to satisfy you. Your words have the power to build people up. What does it cost to encourage somebody? Come on. What does it cost to just reach out to somebody in love and just say, Hey, you know what? Your, your hair looks amazing today. I wish somebody would tell me that just once. <laughs> huh? What, what, what is it cost See, here's the thing is that it costs nothing, but the benefits are amazing. It costs you nothing to build somebody up. It costs you nothing to encourage somebody. It costs you nothing to stop in in the middle of your day and just say, you know what? I just want to tell you how awesome you are. It costs you nothing to do that, but to them, it could be everything. To them, they could be discouraged. To them, they could be ready to quit. To them, they could be ready to give up. They could be ready to throw in the towel. And here's the amazing thing is that when you understand that I can build somebody up, I can encourage somebody, I can satisfy with my words. You know, I grew up in Graham, Texas, and my grandparents had about 32 acres, which was awesome. Boy, heaven. Come on. Riding four-wheelers, riding horses, shooting guns. It was awesome. Swimming pool, the whole nine yards. It was incredible. But I'll never forget that uh, my grandmother had a pear tree. And I love pears. And so I would go out there, and and we would go out there, and we'd pick pears. I never will forget it. And she she would always, come on, she'd make pear preserves. Come on. Lord Jesus, make you slap your mama. And uh, we'd eat fresh pears, and it was awesome. But, but I, I, one day I asked my grandmother, how did this pear tree happen? She said, well, years and years ago, before you were ever born, when we bought this place, I decided that I wanted a pear tree. And so I went out and I planted it. And because I planted it years ago, now you're eating the fruit. See, here's the thing that you need to understand that fruit doesn't happen by accident. Come on, come on. Fruit happens intentionally. Yeah. And, and some of you don't like the fruit that's in your life. Some of you don't like what you're eating right now. You don't like, you're not satisfied with what's going on in your life. And can I just tell you something? It's really easy to change. All you have to do is say this. You know what? I don't like the fruit that I'm getting, so I'm going to change the seeds that I'm sowing. I don't like that it feels like my life is in a constant storm, so I'm going to start speaking peace to my storm. I don't like that my marriage is in turmoil, so I'm gonna start talking about that I have a great marriage, that man, we love each other. We're more in love today than we were the day before. I, I don't like how my kids are acting out, but I'm gonna talk about how they're, they're young men and they're young women of God, and I'm gonna build them up, and I'm gonna encourage them to do great things. See, here's the thing, that if I don't like the fruit that I'm eating, I gotta change what I'm sowing. And if you're always speaking death and destruction and you're reaping death and destruction, can I just encourage you today to start speaking life yes. into your situation? Start speaking health. Start speaking love. Start building up. Here's the thing, church it's your choice. It's your choice. That's the amazing thing about the words that we use, is that we always have the choice in what we say. And can I just tell you that this ain't easy? Because some of you have been saying what you think for a long time. (laughs) Can I give you two things? Number one, how do we change what we're saying? I think every one of us can improve what we say. Every one of us could start speaking positively. Every one of us could start building up. That's me included. So how do we do it? Number one, the first thing that you need to do is you need to ask God to help you. It's simple. Say, God, I I haven't been speaking the right things. I haven't been saying what I should. I hadn't been talking about people in my life like I should be talking about it. And Lord, I just pray right now that you'd help me to change the words that I'm speaking, that I would stop speaking death and I would start speaking life. The second thing that you do is you ask somebody that's close to you, preferably not a spouse, (laughs) to watch what you say every time you say something that you shouldn't they call you out on it they say hey speaking negatively come on watch your mouth you're saying the wrong thing we have as as a communicator we have catchphrases that we'll say over and over and over again and so I have my wife on the front row who, said, who will tell me anytime I fall into my catchphrase. Why? Because it's easy to do. And I don't even know I'm doing it. And some of you are that way. You won't know that you're doing it. So you need somebody that's close to you that can make you aware when you're saying something you shouldn't be saying. It's your choice. Let's choose wisely. Wisely. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Lord right now, in this place. I just feel this so strong, Lord, there's some dents. There's some damage that's been caused by words. Lord, right now, we thank you that you're the healing God. God that you're the God that can restore. And right now, every negative word that has come against every person in this room. Lord, right now, we just say, Lord, we just let go. Lord, we say that, that we know that that's not who we are. Lord, that we are not we are not what somebody else has said about us. Lord, that we are what you say about us. So Lord, that we just we just let that go. Lord, I pray right now in this place that you would begin to heal the damage that has been caused by words. God, that you'd begin to restore you begin to set free. And Lord, for every one of us in here who have spoken words that have caused damage, Lord, I pray right now, Lord, we just thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for mercy. God, we thank you that, Lord, that we are learning to control our tongue and we are going to choose to speak life to those around us. At The Church RC, we aim to help you encounter Jesus. If this ministry has blessed you in any way and you'd like to contribute financially, you can go online to thechurchrc.com slash giving. If you have a story to share about how God is moving in your life, send us an email at amen at thechurchrc.com.